Hello, and thank you for joining us today on the Gentle Art of Crushing It show, where we focus on learning and sharing with our listeners all there is to know about how to create success in our lives. This show stands on the shoulders of giants. Our mission is to empower and inspire our listeners to create the life of their dreams whilst having a blast in the process. Let's celebrate life together. Welcome to the show. So a couple things to remember as I, as I go through this, um, this is our, our MVP tech world, minimum viable product. Ultimately, this contains the core value of everything we will always offer. There are future enhancements coming as we get users on it, as we prove out the concepts, we have product roadmap one through five listed out. Um, the, the, the big goal here is let's see if people will use it right let's get people on there let's prove out the concept and then we big build this bigger and better as we as we collect feedback but from from a user standpoint um one of our biggest differentiators here is we are remaining completely objective we are a complete third-party source we have nothing to do with deals so we aren't selling lp leads uh or data anything like that we're not co-gping and we are not commissioned by dollars raised. So by staying completely out of the deal, it kind of allows us to retain the trust of the LP that no matter what they write, uh, it, it won't be, you know, it, 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 the rankings cannot be influenced by the GP. And so ultimately why this was created is I, I invested alongside of somebody. It was not a syndication. Um, I took a beating. It could have ruined my life. I was able to tell my inner circle a little bit about this. But I later found out that person did this to about 60 other investors. And there was a kind of trigger in me where it was like, well, I caught this early. There was really no public forum like this where I could have saved maybe multiple bankruptcies. And uh, honestly, there's a little bit of guilt. Should I have told more people? Could I have stopped more things from happening? And then as I was going through this, this, this business world, I was doing sales consulting for a an accredited investor lead generation company, digital marketing for GPs. I found myself talking to a lot of GPs throughout the day and having absolutely no clue what the difference between any of them were. And so when I started talking about LPs, because I was sitting here, I had a bunch of cash, didn't have the time, was considering passive investing. Um, I started trying to find out how people were finding and selecting GPs and all came back to the same thing. Would get introduced to them, would find them in forums, um, or I would do like Google search, right? So the challenge that I found with that is it was a very, a very small pool of information, meaning I got introduced to a GP. I didn't have the other GP on the market to compare my conversation to, or that GP that I met had a deal. I didn't have every other deal in that asset class to compare that deal to. And then my vetting really stayed primarily with the conversation I had with that person in IR and maybe someone that referred me to. And so as I, as I was going through this, I was like, okay, well, we need a place where it's everything that's ever existed all in one spot. Um, and, and so what we built is ultimately a deal directory that's going to contain every single deal that's ever been registered with the, 506, the SEC as a 506C, closed 506B deals because we can't advertise active 506B deals with second solicitation, and then every sponsor that, that's ever existed. And the LPs will be able to review those sponsors as they do deals with them. And so what this is gonna allow the LP to do is ultimately come here, 
right? Find a deal that matched their financial criteria, evaluate the sponsor based on experiences of other LPs, and then make the decision from there. What it's going to allow the GPs to do is we're living in this world where trust is very quickly leaving the conversation, where sponsors are defaulting. And this is going to allow GPs to build credibility with new LPs, potentially attract new investors simply by collecting testimonials from their current LPs and, and sharing how, how the number one handling the current environment with the experiences they've had in the past. And so if you come to the site, the, the initial experience of the LP is you can come here, search by deal, if you know the name, search by sponsor, once you know their name, search by asset class. As you live here, and, and keep in mind, Doug, we're still cleaning up a lot of the data. We have 150, 130,000 deals to go through. So like we've got VAs working in the background, but ultimately right here, as companies continue to get reviews, this will be a carousel of the most active and top rated sponsors over four and a half stars. You'll also have the ability to click and view a full tilt list of every sponsor. And I'll show you that in a second. Bug we're fixing, this is only showing closed deals now, but this will also be up-to-date deals that are being actively raising uh, for people to look into. So you click here, you see the same thing. And then you could search at the bottom by asset class and state. So journey of the LP currently starts with the sponsor. They get introduced with the sponsor. They try and figure out if something that matches their, their, their investment preferences. Here, we assume people are going to come here. Let me look at um, the asset class first. You come in here. I am interested in looking at the single family space. You know, wh who are the sponsors and deals out there that match my certain criteria? So, for example, you're going to see a full tilt list of every deal that's ever been registered with the SEC on here, right? And we have a we have a direct API link to them. Um, so certain criteria cannot be edited. It pulls over. It exists here every single time a new deal is registered. It's going to exist on this list. We have staff in the background scrubbing those out to find more information on it. But ultimately, you're going to come through here. You're going to say, hey, I only want to look at these single-family funds that have a sponsor with a four-star rating. I am only interested in Sunbelt, maybe Florida or something like that. I only want to look at equity investing. Okay, here is a list of single-family deals that I'm potentially interested in. Um, let's check this one out. All right, we click into this. We learn a little bit more about the company. So, okay, this is based in um, Pennsylvania. The target raise is $25 million. The minimum investment, and again, we're still cleaning this up. Minimum investment is this. Uh, here's all the information on it. Again, another bug we're fixing. We've got to introduce paragraph breaks in here. But one says, okay, this looks pretty good, right? I'm potentially interested in this deal. Let me look at the sponsor. So over here, you go to the sponsor page. Sponsor will tell you a little more about them. They're based in Pennsylvania. They've been in business since 2009, $55 million in assets under management. Their company-wide IRR is this. Their average equity multiple is this. And here's a little bit more about them. And so at this point in time, okay, and again, you'll see all of their deals they've ever done live here. And then reviews by other LPs that have participated in previous deals or current deals. And so at this stage, the LP has really one of two options. And the coolest thing, Doug, is this could all be done without creating a profile on this page. You don't need to, to participate on anything. This is where creating the profile becomes valuable. So at this stage, the LP has two decisions. Do I want to talk to these guys now or do I potentially want to just follow them along without being added to their mailing list, and getting spammed by, by salespeople um, like, like you and I? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. So this is what this little flag is. 
But when you create a profile, we're going to ask you a couple different things, right? First of all, are you an accredited investor? We're not verifying this, right? It's a simple collection of data. Um, when the LP does deals, they'll have to do with it. We're out of the deals. We're just asking this question. But you'll be able to save certain asset classes, right? If you want to be updated, you'll be able to save the sponsors like I showed you on that page. You can follow the deal like I showed you on that page. And then ultimately, you're going to get notifications when new activity happens on everything you've saved or you're following. For example, if you follow a sponsor, every single time a new review gets published by that sponsor, you will get notified. If you're following a self-storage asset class, every single time a new deal gets published uh, in the self-storage space, you will get notified. And so there's sort of a multi-pronged value here on the LP side of things, you're getting real-time information, right? You're getting, you're able to wait as long as you want in the background, see when reviews are getting published. For the GPs, this is an incredible way to build more and more credibility with potentially new investors. Because as an LP saves the GP and they're getting notified by new reviews, this incentivizes the GP to ask their current investor base to go provide testimonials. Because every time a testimonial is being posted, there's a potential accredited investor out there that is super interested in you, that has saved your profile, that is being notified that you're a good operator. And so that really provides that like, you know, bottom of the bottom of the funnel conversion support. Well, like, okay, this GP is talking to new investors, right? Potentially raising new capital, the GP or the LP is like, Hey, I don't know if I want to invest in you versus your competition. The GP says, okay, go look at the 10 reviews we have on invest clearly. That'll help with your decision. It's unobjective. It's unbiased. They're not involved in any sort of capital raising activity. And then we can talk from there. So let me pause there. I know I'm, I'm, I'm going probably pretty fast and, and rambling, but um, any questions so far? No, no questions. I love it. And um, yeah, no questions. Like, like I said, this is awesome. Cool, man. So a um, couple different value adds for the LP as well. One thing we're really going to, oops, sorry. I don't know. Log me out. One thing we're really going to focus on in the future is almost like creating and building out an LP profile. And so what we have the option to do is the LP has the ability to add deals to their profile, right? So if you've invested in this deal, you can add it to your profile. You keep this, you say invest at 25, and then it saves in your, your investments tab. So this you have the option to keep this public or private. If this is just a place for you to track your investments, fantastic. If you ultimately want to become even like a professional LP or like almost like an internal influencer where, hey, maybe other new LPs want to follow the guy who's got 10 reviews and has invested millions of dollars into this so they know, hey, maybe this is a good trajectory to, you know, to reach out to, you'll have the ability to do that. Um, completely optional, but it's, you know, it's valuable. It also creates credibility for your reviews, right? If you sit here and you have 10, 15 deals under your belt and it's showing here, you know, people will be able to see that. Yeah. And so the actual review process, let me walk you through that because it's super, super important. There's two main places you can, you can write reviews, um, write it on the homepage and then you can write it right on the, the, um, the uh, the sponsor's profile page. 
So as you go through here and you say, okay, I want to review GSP and keep in mind, like all of the deals are being pulled over from the SEC. We have to break down every one of those deals to find the sponsor. Um, and so not every sponsor exists today, but as more people use it and as we scrub more deals, more will pop up. So if, if anybody's ever using this or you're using this and you don't see a sponsor on here, let us know. I'll get it added manually like in a half a second. Um, so you choose the sponsor, right? You hit next. You have the option to choose what deal you participated in. You could also skip it, right? This is just if you want to. Eventually, we're going to have like an auto add to your profile. But right now, it's just kind of like, hey, this is a review. One of the most important things I've learned is prior to developing this thing, we interviewed about 75 LPs. And in today's market, no one really cares that you're a half a point off on your IRR. They care about communication. They care about experience, right? If capital calls are happening, if distributions are stopping, how was I treated during that process, right? It, it, is, it is what's most important to people. And so that's what we focus heavily on the qualitative aspect. And then as more users come on, write more reviews, we're going to collect more data, and then we're going to end up putting more ranking options on. And so right now, from the experience standpoint, we're asking, what was it like before you gave them money? When you're talking to their IR team, how was the experience? What was it like after you gave them money? Did the communication packets come on time? Um, is what you promised in the sales cycle what's happening? How confident are you in the leadership team? Is everything they told you actually what's happening? And then ultimately, what is your overall experience? In the summary is where we expect detailed information to come from. Did the K1s come on time? Did I get the tax advantages that was promised? Is the, you know, IRR matching the, 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 the advertised, things like that. Now, second thing I said, I, I learned from a lot of people was how are we actually verifying these reviews are real, right? How do we know, number one, it's not the GP just going out and, and having their family write reviews. And then, um, you know, ultimately, how do we know it's not a, a potential competitor just bashing the GP? So what we're doing is we're having LPs upload anything that materially proves that they participated in the deal, right? And that could be a screenshot of them logged into the investor portal, an email communication, signed OM, um, distribution statement with some of like the financial or sensitive information blocked out. And then this goes to me in moderation I'm going to match up the name of the user or the LP, the name of the sponsor, make sure it's not a picture of their cat, and then it's going to be approved. And so that's ultimately uh, that process, but I'm not going to post this review. It's just an example. But all in all, Doug, like as it lives today, this is, this is, this is what, you know, we're, we're, we're working on. We've got a lot of future enhancements, um, but the core value in this is, where do I go to find all of the deals available to me? But more importantly, how do I better evaluate the jockey? Like, how do I know that this is a good operator? Um, how do I know that this isn't just someone with a big marketing budget, building a huge audience? Um, because I've run into people like that, right? I've, I've, I've learned from LPs that they're leaning heavily on this no like and trust principle. And then they mentioned a couple influencers they invested with. And then I've also talked to operators that have been in business for 20 years and can't put together a PowerPoint deck, but they're like delivering incredible returns. So the goal here is like, how do we neutralize this? And how do we standardize this? And then how do we bring clarity like to this industry? 
Yeah. So, you know, for starters, uh, this is brilliant. So how, so I know you share with the story and your story is, you know, um, crucial here. And so since you had this idea, you know, how long has this taken you to develop, to get to this point now? Um, you know, what sort of, uh, you know, brainstorming with your team do you have? Like how, how much work would you say you put into it, um, thus far? Yeah, it's a lot, man. It's a, it's a lot. It, it, it's, it, it's, it's, uh, you know, there's a, there's a funny, it's a journey, right? So like building this, this, this tech product is nothing I've ever done before. And so we've been doing this for about six months. Um, but I think it's taken about 10 years off of my life in, in a good way though. Right. Like I've learned so much and like the strategizing. Well, hopefully you retire 10 years early because. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so the, the strategizing aspect is like, it's, it's, it's an all day, every day evolving thing. Every conversation I have with someone, a user, an LP or a GP goes into a feedback loop to our product manager and our CTO. And so like it, it, it's constant, but um, we've been doing it for about six months. I've got a team of three um, and it's happened in phases. Like we've had the idea phase where we then designed it. And then we went through the development phase, which we almost got crushed on. So we were working with like an offshore development team and um, we thought we, you know, we thought we got the greatest deal of all time. We, we, we put together the scope of work, all of that stuff. And then we were about to sign the contract and we brought on a CTO and they're like, you guys got to stop right now because it was like hourly based and we, we did not provide enough detail. And he pretty much told us that what would have happened immediately after we signed is the actual projected hours would have doubled and our, our cost on this would have doubled. So we had to like stop in our track and then we had to go back and make all these user stories and all this other crazy stuff. Um, and then from there, over the past, I don't know how many months, all I've been doing is, you know, in, in the corporate world, they call them customer development interviews, is you, you really try to identify the challenge in this before you even show a feature. And that's what I've been working on. And so now we're finally at the point of launch. Yeah, it's beautiful. And, you know, how many uh, industries have we seen this sort of like unbiased review, uh, you know, um, effect, right? And um, definitely necessary here because like at, when you first shared this idea with me, I was like, yeah, that is brilliant because as far as I know, and I know this is actually the truth throughout the entire planet Earth, the only way that LPs can know, you know, which deals to invest in, which GPs and um, all of that fun stuff is through word of mouth, through having conversations with other LPs. Like there isn't a website out there like this where they can go just do their research on their own, especially like real quick and then to follow them and then to have it like, um, you, you know, the reviews be get, get notified of the reviews. And, and um, there's a lot of uh, a lot of, you know, awesome features in this also. And I could just see it becoming, you know, a hub of you know, um, passive investors in, in, uh, you know, um, GPs like throughout the U S you know, and so yeah. it's almost like, um, you know, why didn't uh, bigger pockets or somebody else do this already? Right. But, uh, it's awesome that you're the guy that gets to put it together because, you know, I've known you for a little bit and you're super awesome. <laughs> and yeah. And, uh, honestly, this is a mind blower to put this together in six months. Like I could just imagine a lot of, a lot of work. Yeah. Our, our, our CTO said the same thing is like, it was, it was, 
it was pretty impressive that it that it happened that quick. And I, I you know, we we didn't know the difference really, but it, it you was didn't know any better. Right? No, we, yeah, it's it's like a blissful ignorance. You know what I mean? Um, one thing I forgot to tell you that I that I want to stress on is like, okay, so what about like the money aspect of it? We're claiming this objectivity and the no influence and things like that. So this is always going to be free to the LP, right? Um, we are, the GPs have three different profile options and that's who's ultimately going to be paying us. And so, as I mentioned, nothing commission, commissioned on, on capital raise, not co-GPing, we, whatever, we're, we're not in the deal. So we give them three profile options. One profile option is this, it's very raw, it's very bare. It's essentially, it doesn't matter if you don't like us, doesn't matter if you don't want to participate, you're still going to have a profile and people still can review you. The second option we have is they're going to be able to claim their profile for free. When they claim their profile, they're going to be able to add an additional narrative about the company. For example, we typically have this capped at 200 characters. There's not much on their bios. There's not much anything. And so when they, when they claim their profile, they'll be able to go into the back end. And as of right now, I'm only able to add in things that are publicly available. Some companies focus on unit count instead of asset center management. Some people focus on square foot instead of asset center management. Some people don't have their company level IRR or equity multiple. So we give them control of certain things for free. And then the paid subscription model, they're going to be able to upgrade their profile. Things like direct links to their IR team, maybe video uh, media on themselves, um, webinars, frequently asked questions, um, uh, you know, additional paths where the LP spends more time on their profile to learn about them. So it creates a lot less friction for them to get connected. And the, yeah. the, the, the inference here is that the GP represents themselves well, leads with transparency, then the LP is going to more likely want to engage with them. And that's always going to be the choice of the LP. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love it. And, and I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to ask earlier, how are you planning on monetizing this? And, yeah. um, and I know you went over that with me like a while back, but I didn't remember, but I, that, I think that's awesome. And yeah, give them, you know, the best shot, but like, you know, cause the, the marketing is going to be there anyways. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the thing that's powerful is the LPs reviewing, um, you know, deals for other LPs, communicating with LPs on here, following other LPs and, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, man. So, um, all in all, uh, you know, is this, I love it. And is this live now or when, when will it be live? So like technically it's live. Um, we, we have a few bugs that we're fixing before I do like a full tilt rollout and start asking people to write reviews. Like even something as simple as this, like there aren't paragraph breaks in the profile that we found. So like I've been doing demos for the last two weeks and every time I do a demo, I find a new bug, um, which is, I mean, it's the beauty of having like this basic for V1, but um, we need to fix a couple things um, as it relates to like data matching and then it's, it's full on. That should be done by the end of next week. Our developer was on vacation this week. And so I'm hoping by either the end of next week or the week of the 13th, I'll be able to, you know, start getting people actually on it and collecting reviews and things like that. 
I love it, man. And uh, definitely like appreciate your time. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of The Gentle Art of Crushing It. It was an amazing episode. We know we sure learned a lot, and we hope you did as well. We want to take a second and thank you so much for viewing or listening to this episode. And please just know that we only ask for one favor, and that is to make this life magnificent. Thank you, and have a wonderful day.